Let the ghost be. It's 14 years. It's time you buried the dead. They're buried, Cap. But you want to walk over their grave once in a while just to make Come sure. Come in. Got a great idea. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's Colby. You have a nasty habit of surviving. Oh, you know what they say about the fittest? Another edition of Young Persons Radio right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm your host, Colby Smith. I will be with you until the 11 o'clock hour, at which point our Sunday schedule here on Radio Free Brooklyn will continue with Two Thumbs Undecided, then the Brooklyn Conversation with Rosie, then at 1 p.m. Objection to the Rule, Radio Free Brooklyn's answer to the Sunday morning political talk show circuit. So we have every possible base covered this and every talk show Sunday here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Our number, 718-928-9732. That's 718-928-9732 if you'd like to call in at any point during the show. And I certainly suggest you do. And if you are looking to maybe uh, get outside a little on this uh, rainy Sunday, beat the rain a a little bit and uh, have just a grand old time I will tell you that Radio Free Brooklyn is excited to present its first ever fall music festival today, October 27th. Come enjoy seven hours of live music, food, and an array of local vendors at the East Williamsburg venue Sunnyvale, which is located at 1031 Grand Street. Attendees will enjoy performances from Bad Citizen, ZR King, Terminal Fury, King Tyrant, Holy Vulture, and King to Burn. Lots of kings going down. So we'd love for our listeners to join us for the inaugural festival. For more information and to RSVP, visit RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash FallFest. Tickets are $10 at the door, or you can get them online at RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash FallFest. That's today, starting at 5 o'clock and ending at question mark. Now, folks, (coughs) folks, when Siskel and Ebert used to review movies, they would give it a thumbs up, or a thumbs down, and they had to choose one, or they would be put to death. But if I told you there was a third option, that the thumbs didn't have to go up or down, they could stay undecided, my guest today is the pioneer of that idea. Mm. He is one of my Radio Free Brooklyn brothers in arms. He, along with his brother Zach, is the co-host of the movie talk show Two Thumbs Undecided, which I just mentioned, and airs immediately after this program at 11 every Sunday morning. And his name is Sam Ferguson. Wow. What an intro. I have to say, now I know what it feels like um, when uh, Conan comes on, uh, uh, what's it called? The the Cool Bear. Yeah. The, like the late night show. I now know what it feels like when two talk show slash, I guess, radio show hosts. Yes. But it's weird being on this side. Like this, this, this chair is rather squishy. <laughs> I sat down and I was like, "Whoa!" I feel like you know how like the, the people do it. So like a chair is higher mm-hmm. and a chair is lower to like for, right. for like power. Yeah, I feel like they purposely do that because you do seem taller than me right now. <laughs> yeah, like I'm I looking say, up. 
at you. Radio Free Brooklyn for sure. Uh, like puts guests in their place with this chair placement. Yeah, I've got the big one. It's nicer. It's not a folding chair. But anyone I, else? But I do feel it is rather. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want uh, our, our fearless overlord Tom to be like. <laughs> what? What are they like? Shitting on my chairs that I've I paid like thousands of dollars on. <laughs> I I want them to know that this chair that I am sitting on is I can feel the love that went into this chair. Yeah, yeah. It's a really good it's a well-made chair mm-hmm. um uh made I'm sure by a local carpenter. Mm-hmm. Uh cuz that's what we're about here. The localist as we're about um we're fun, interesting and at the core of the Brooklyn Arts community according to a uh a Google Plus review on the wall there. Oh shit. Isn't it fun that that's Printed out and put up on the wall. Do you read that on every single one of your show? I try to get it in a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I should read in. I should read more of the. Apparently, we won a Mixed Cloud Online Radio Award in 2015. That's true. Yeah. What? 2019. Yeah, baby. What? 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 What are we winning now? Now we. You know, you mentioned Mixed Cloud. I, I did because uh, there's a lot of. A lot I know of, nothing about it. Well, it's where all the music shows get to put their uh, get to put their podcast okay. episodes. You know, it's okay. Oh yeah, that's why I'm not a deal. We don't deal with that as much. You know, uh, and you know, we're talk show guys. Yeah, you know, we've we've all been pushed to Sunday, all of us together, mm-hmm. all on this one day. I have to say though, sorry, I know you're on a tangent as well, but no, I, please. I I know all 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 the people. I guess I feel like the Sunday is it's like I know all the people on it's like everyone I know seems to be on Sunday. Yeah. I don't really know the the weekend people as no, well. I know it's uh, like a Sunday packed. Yeah, yeah. It's but, like, and I think just about every show is live at this point as well. Uh, really? Sunday. I, oh, oh on Sunday. Yeah, on Sundays. Yeah. yeah. Pretty close, uh-huh. pretty close, uh, which is fun. Yeah, yeah. As Sunday gets its own, and this is you know letting people in behind the curtain a little bit. Okay, Sunday has its own little group in the in uh-huh. the in the the, the at work place uh-huh. uh, page that we're all on. So we you know we like to we like to look after each other. Yeah, here on Sunday. Yeah. Now you, as the host of Two Thumbs Undecided, we were yes. talking a little bit about this right before we went on. Uh, but just give people kind of some background of how the show came about, its storied past. Present and future. <laughs> um, so, uh, blah, 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 blah. so we started off by brother and I. Uh, we originally Zach, Zach Ferguson, which yeah. you, you met. He came in mm-hmm. once or twice, but yeah. he's actually still in Pittsburgh. Yeah. So uh, you might not notice because the sound quality is so great. <laughs> um, but uh, he is in Pittsburgh when we do the show, and it started out as a podcast because right after college, I was like, I want to. I just want to do something to so I have something that I can complete every single week. So um, I was like, let's just do a podcast. Let's just throw it on and just talk about movies because that's all we talk about anyways, mm-hmm. which sounds fairly cliche. We're two white guys making a podcast about movies, right? <laughs> but for more, for, for the most part, I think it was we were just trying to like have fun. Uh, and we also just, you know, it's just a fun show. And then um, we I moved to New York and I was like, I need to do something to up the ante, make this a little bit, push it. I don't want to like I, everything I start. I want to kind of make it better and better. So I was I did some research like, well, what's some like podcast, like something that can like I could, I don't know, extend the reach a little bit. And this should this was like the first thing that showed up. Mm-hmm. And uh, the process was really quick. And um, we've been doing it. Uh, we started in January. And uh, yeah. And we 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 talk a lot about films, but we, we try to make it about media in general because mm-hmm. um, we've done shows about streaming music we've done shows about uh podcasts we've done shows about youtubers we've done show about 
TV shows. Um, but it is definitely film is kind of our bread and butter. Yeah. What we talk about. You guys did a really fun episode last week about a Halloween TV special. Ah, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. Actually, the one that's going to be playing right after this, I'm very excited for. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's going to be a good one. Nice. Nice. Uh, well, definitely, you know, don't say anything more. I won't. You know, I won't. I won't. I won't. People are going to But be... it is Halloween themed. I think that's, I mean, that's no surprise. Since yeah. It's spooky season. It's spooky season. Uh huh. Do you, do you mark the occasion? Do you have like a, do you like watch horror all month? I do. do you, yeah. Uh, I, I definitely, um, I definitely try. I mean, this hasn't been, I, it wasn't since I was like a kid. I've always done this, but, uh, I do try to, to watch some horror movie that I haven't seen before since mm-hmm. there's so many. Um, and now I'm at the point where I'm, I'm watching horror movies that, uh, are like fairly old. Like last night I was with a group of people. A majority of them, I don't think were like really that like big film people. Uh-huh. And I was like, you know what we should watch the, uh, the, the, what is it called? The something of a Dr. Calamari, the cabinet, oh, the cabinet, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, cabinet the cabinet of Dr. Calamari. I was like, we should watch the, the cabinet of Dr. Calamari, <laughs> this silent film from 1920. Yeah. And everyone, <laughs> and I is it, like, we played maybe the first, also the Amazon version was not great, but, uh, so we were playing this version. <laughs> it was just silence. Yeah. And like the music, like very old music. And we, I was <laughs> It's like maybe five minutes in, I just turned to people and was like, we don't have to watch this. And they were, and they were just like, yeah, we, we're not watching this. That's it's sad. like, <laughs> oh so God. then we, then we ended up watching some, uh, like we watched Friday the 13th six, mm-hmm. uh, Freddie lives, which nice. was a really stupid, but fun yeah. film. But you know, yeah, yeah. To answer your question, I do try to, um, watch movies that I haven't watched before. Yeah. Uh, but I do, I do rewatch Halloween. Nice. Because I think Halloween is my favorite Halloween movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, John Carpenter. John Carpenter. He's incredible. He's an incredible talent. He is. He is. He really is. Uh, And it's crazy how low the budget was for that film. They apparently only had one uh, bag of leaves. (laughs) um, And they had to pick up all the leaves between each take like with every shot it was the same bag of leaves yeah and they had it every when they when they cut or when they moved to a different scene they would go pick up all the leaves put it in the oh bag so it was like throughout the whole entire thing this so you may notice job yeah <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah in the credits like leaf guy the pa <laughs> some sad pa yeah, exactly um, but yeah it's crazy like those halloween movies how little budget the best ones i feel like have very small budgets Mm-hmm. And and then people are just think that they can make Halloween movies with giant budgets and make them as good as the original with low yeah. budgets. And I mean that's where we live in nowadays. Yeah. I didn't see the new one. The, the I haven't the one from last year. Yeah, I think people liked it. Oh, I think so. Yeah, they're they're making two more. Okay, I think because there was like this huge push after the eighty in the, like the eighties, nineties, and early two thousands where they just kept making sequel after sequel yeah, after yeah. sequel of all of these original ones. Yeah. And I think they've stopped that, but now as they're doing with everything, they're just none of that happened. Right? Well, yeah. Let's just start from the beginning, yeah. or let's let's just start right after the last good, great one. Mm-hmm. So the new uh, the new the new Halloween I think starts right after the first one, like the second one, third, all of those oh, never existed. Oh boy! Um, but I, I've heard it's good. Yeah, I yeah. Know. I think people like it's Bloomhouse, right? Uh, 
or is the production company? Somehow. Yeah, I do not know. Oh, okay, whatever, whatever. I think it's actually A twenty fours. Dude, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's an A twenty four Disney mashup. Imagine if they ever got together to make something. That would be such I a. I feel like that would only... be a cognitive <clears throat> dissonance. Like I would just be like, this makes no sense. Yeah. Like true indie and Disney. Yeah. Coming together. Did you see Anyways. the lighthouse? Speaking I of A twenty four, I did. What I did. did. You think? Um, I. I actually saw it a while ago because I saw it. When, oh, did you see it? At, at, yeah, I uh, saw it at Cannes. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, right yeah. on. Yeah, I went to Cannes to see it. Well, it That's was at awesome. the. Yeah, I. It was at the. Um, Fortnite. It wasn't at like the actual Cannes okay. festival itself. Okay. But, um, so it's been a little. It's like it's still a little grainy in my head. Gotcha. But it's honestly like the only way I can really describe it is it's just nuts. Like it's just a yeah. nuts film. It's crazy. You've seen it. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I saw it's it pretty... last, last Friday, and this, like, I had to go to the Angelica, which is not my favorite really? theater. Oh. Yeah, it feels like I can always, like, hear the subway in the screening mm. rooms, because it's, like, right next to, they're, they're you know, they're downstairs. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was, like, it was, like, sold out, like, it was packed. People were really hyped, uh-huh. uh, which is, like, it's so fun to go see yeah. a movie like that. I also, I've only been, I think I've only been to the Angelica... Not that often, mm-hmm. but the last time I went, I went to see if Beale Street could talk. Nice. I think I also and saw that there. There was a speaker that was like staticky right next to me. Yeah. And like this huge, beautiful music. Uh, I wish I knew who composed the music, but the beautiful music was playing, and I was like, this is gorgeous. And then, the, like, they hit a really high note. It was like, yeah. It was like, peaking. and I was, and then <laughs> you just like, come on. Like, this is your job. Like, I, I used to work at movie theaters as well, and yeah. I used to get up, uh, not upset, but I would get annoyed with like old, like normally like elderly people walking up to me and being like, "It's too hot in there," and I was just like, <laughs> "Yeah, old I British in, people, yeah, them. all these British people <laughs> with their monocles," and they they come up to me and they say that, and then I walk in and it's like this feels perfectly fine, yeah, and it's like. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, I guess I'll make it colder for everybody else who is probably going to complain about it being too cold. But anyways, this instance um, was a problem. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Angelica, not my favorite, but I'll go. I mean, it's one of the other places it's playing. It's like there in Lincoln Square. Yeah. Uh, which is also it's Where too IFC far. was probably fe- playing it, I think. I think they might have it now, but... Uh, if Beale last... Street could talk? Or Lighthouse. Oh, oh Lighthouse. Lighthouse. Yes, Lighthouse. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, Lighthouse. Um. Yeah, yeah. Those are, I think IFC is my favorite. Actually, Syndicated, which doesn't play new movies, but Syndicated. Have you ever gone? Yeah. 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 It's I like right next door to here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Um, Syndicated's great. Uh, IFC is good. The Quad is great. Yeah, the Quad's really good. Quad, quad, blah. Quad's great. Um, What's another good one? I feel like people need to know about. Film Forum. Um... There's probably one more that I'm forgetting. Metrograph. Metrograph. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Metrograph is amazing. I just was there on Friday night to see Downtown 81. This yeah. Jean-Michel Basquiat uh, starring movie. Wow. Uh, and it was uh, interesting. <laughs> I've, I've seen a lot of ads for that. Yeah. Uh, specifically. <clears throat> it's there. Uh, it's geez. It's it's like interesting as a like document of that time. Yeah. Um that's how it's being advertised at least. Yeah. Uh I think it's like if you're like interested in anything going on in the city at that point it's like definitely worth a watch. It is only 75 minutes. It's like 70s. Which is, uh, uh it's uh 81. 81. It's, uh, okay. Yeah. Um so it's like that's when uh, uh Joker 
It was uh, that's that's right. the, the oh year of the God. Joker. Oh, Seems right. like that's there's the some, year nowadays. What is the, what's the marquee that he... There's like a marquee at the beginning of the movie where he... Oh, uh, I know Where it like about. gives away that it's 81. It's like some Brian De Palma movie. And, uh, and, uh, anyway, anyway. I forget, yeah. <clears throat> but um, I just saw that video as well, but it was rather late. Yeah. But I forget. Yeah. Um, oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. No. Movies. What are you going to do? Yeah. Hey. Um... It's the times cool we live in. It is the times anyway, we live in. What do you... So here's... So we're talking about spooky movies a little bit. Uh-huh. What do you think is the single scariest movie moment for you? Good question. Hell yeah. Does anyone ever, like, take a moment to just... All the time, yeah. Be like, before I begin so this, rad. this question... <laughs> before I answer this question, can I just compliment you? <laughs> I find that if you ever see Hot Ones... Do you know, watch Hot Ones? Yeah, sure. You know, you know, yeah, what, I'm trying okay. to find my hot ones. I feel like, oh, right. Um, I feel like they always are like, wow, that's a really good question. Normally it is a really good question. Yeah. But they're always like, man, it's <laughs> like, it's funny that they just leave that. They were just like, let's just leave that in. It's like anytime. <laughs> they, but uh, but we're live. Anyways, um, scariest thing um, I would say. Like, I think. Really, like the the Blair Witch Project really oh, yeah. freaked me out as oh. a kid because I actually didn't finish it. I watched it maybe when I was like thirteen, mm-hmm. fourteen, and we watched it on a on a VHS and a small. I I was actually talking to my brother about this. It's we he he imagines it like we've had it on like the big TV we had, but I imagine on like our small we had a small little dinky TV in the yeah. kitchen. Yeah, I imagine watching it on that with the lights off at night. And the com it because it looked like our home videos, like it looked like it was exactly how we would be watching our home videos as well. It seemed so real. Yeah. And there's a scene in the film where the guy throws away the map. Um, mm-hmm. he just goes. I I I forget why he goes nuts, but he throws away the map, and he's like laughing to himself, and the girl's like freaking out. And when that happened, I flipped. I was like, I'm done. Can we turn this? I can't watch this anymore. Yeah. And uh, and then we returned it to the library, and then I have not seen it since. Oh, I mean, really? I know how it ends. Yeah, yeah. I know the person standing in the corner, and, and but I, I, yeah, from then on, uh, I never got to see the famous scene of, like, the close-up of her eyes, that yeah. thing. Um, But I think that was probably, when I think of the scariest thing, that's either that or the scene from Halloween where um you think uh, 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 Michael Myers is dead, and like he stab, he stabbed him, and up to that point, you'd think he's just an insane person. Yeah, he stabs him, and then he just slowly in the background just like gets up. Uh, I wasn't expecting that. I yeah. don't. I mean, probably people now are like, well, of course he's the bad. He's like, this right. is a Halloween. He's Michael movie. Myers. Yeah, Michael yeah. Myers. Yeah. <laughs> but for me, I was like, I, I was like, whoa, this is this is this is a game changer. Yeah. Blair, um, Blair Witch holds up incredibly well. Oh, it does. Uh, I, I watched it like two years ago, I think, for the first time yeah, since like I was a kid. And I was like, this is unbelievable. Like, yeah. Even even though it's like because of like the, the crappy sequel and everything, it's become like kind of this oh, punchline, I, you know? Yeah. But uh, uh, wait, man, what happens in the sequel? I don't know. I never saw the sequel, but it's like very uh, uh, poorly regarded as just like because it was the budget was so much more than the original and like that kind of lo-fi aesthetic yeah. is part of what makes that first one so scary yeah so it was like they were shooting it with like much higher quality cameras and like equipment and everything it really just kind of took the magic out of it or yeah. so i've been told um, i think what's interesting now with horror films is uh 
a lot of like those those indie horror films uh, of like the seventies, eighties, those were the best horror films. Were like the ones mm. for the seven. Well, I guess in Blair Witch, like nineties. But now horror films are are kind of going back to how they used to be, and like they are being. Because right now, when I think of horror films, I'm like Get Out was. I mean, it wasn't a huge budget, but it was a biggish budget, probably. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like all all of Ari Aster's Midsummer and, nice. and Hereditary, fairly fairly decent budget. Mm-hmm. Um. So there's kind of like this return to form, I think, of like the the early '70s films of 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 Exorcist. Uh, more is probably going to come to my mind. Anyways, but uh, but no, I mean, in general, I think horror is always low budget. But there was like a time in like the '80s and late '70s in which really low budget horror films just suddenly like these were this was the shit. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, what year was that? That was really uh, '70s, 70, right? Yeah, it was like yeah. mid seventies. Yeah. I think. Oh, that shit's so good. Yeah, that that's another scary. I mean, rewatching these old scary movies. Yeah, like y- 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 I think you get so tired about uh, these sequels and remakes. You're kind of like, what was this even good to begin with? Right. And then you rewatch the original, and you're like, oh, I get why. Yeah. All besides, I'm not a huge fan of Friday the Thirteenth. I think Friday the Thirteenth, the original, was just as boring as the rest. <laughs> it was just like, oh, this person's gonna die. Yep, they did. Yeah, uh, this there person's go. gonna. Oh, yeah, they're dead. Check them off the list. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But, uh, horror. Do you have any? Uh, do you have any costumes? Do you dress up normally for Halloween? Uh, not last night. I was uh, Fran Lebowitz for Halloween. Uh, uh so that was who's fun. that? Uh, she's a, a New York uh, kind of public intellectual. Oh, um, and, that's her uh, job. She's a fun. Yeah, she just like gives talks. It's a really great life. That's a it great seems, life. Uh, it seems it seems terrific. Was she like an is she an author? She, at all? Yeah. Well, she was. Uh, she wrote two books. Okay. Um, in the one in seventy nine and one in eighty one, and then mm. since then, uh, she suffers from a famous case of writer's block. Mm. Uh, so has yet to put anything out, <laughs> uh, but still is like a a highly paid uh, uh, lecturer. Of writers. Uh, what was the first? What were the books called? The first one I think was called social. Stu- the second one I think was social studies. Uh, and the first one it sounds like it was called coursework. Metropolitan Life. Hmm. This was kind of a. She had a column in Interview Magazine, and it was kind of a. Uh, this uh, sounds like a, a a very New York thing. Yeah, I feel like like she's an intellectual. Yeah, so therefore she should just just she she is just a New York intellectual. Yeah, uh, and then she said. And she's the yeah. I feel like that's that doesn't fly as much in other other cities yeah. of being like there's this is the Chicago intellectual who wrote two <laughs> books on the metropolitan life in, yes. in 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 uh, Chicago and everyone's like oh about like bow down but I, I I don't know this person at all and I don't know her work so she's fun she's got this, some fun clips on YouTube uh, she's just like a crabby old lady uh-huh. uh, she's great. Huh. Sounds we fun. stan anyway thoughts on Ari Aster what do you think of him did you like Ari those Aster? movies yeah um I think he's slightly overrated I think he uh I think he's definitely unique um and he's definitely like his cinematographer especially for Midsummer. Mm-hmm. I forget his name uh but he and his uh cinematographer are like really good friends um and it's really it's shot really really well, and um, really a lot of thought put into it. And although 
Midsummer was a slight, not a ripoff, but it did. Uh, it was similar to Wicker Man, that kind of vibe of like going into a different culture mm-hmm. and, and and things going haywire pretty quickly. Um, so honestly, I think his main thing is really just I think his cinematography. Cinemat- Can you look that up? Actually, what the name of his, his uh, name of the cinematographer? Yeah, because okay, yeah. yeah. I uh, uh, I think he should get more of the most praise out of it. Cause I think his films themselves are kind of like, they're okay. It's shock and awe. I don't know. It's, there's nothing, there's nothing so far. I haven't seen anything that really spooked me. Honestly, in hereditary spoiler alert, whenever her head gets chopped off. Yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Whenever her head gets chopped off, I kind I laughed. I was like, this is, this is hilarious. (laughs) This is, this is so stupid. Why would this happen? (laughs) This doesn't even really make that much sense in the film itself. It's not like, uh, she was, I guess she was choking because she was possessed. And then she wanted yeah. to, to, I don't know why she, she got herself beheaded. Uh, it was like a really stupid accident that happened. And then I, well, I, it set off the course of the rest of the movie. Right. But I thought it was funny. I don't know. I think, I think he is, uh, but you know, he, he is, he's a, he's an A24 babe. Yeah. So they love him. The cinematographer's name is Powell Pogrzelski. Ah. And he has a he has a personal website that I just found. Yeah. And we can contact him using this convenient. Yo. Wow. Reft by UTA. Unga bunga. Yeah. Commercial. Apparently he did a commercial for the Ohio State Lottery. Hmm. Um, That's specific. I really thought you could watch it on here. And we've gone down. And you can't. You cannot watch it. That's just a still. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, I like how we're listening to the sound. Meet the one man who takes go. on all challengers. Wow, I really wanted there to be more dialogue. I like, yeah, I also like how we're listening to the sound of the cinematographer's <laughs> work. <laughs> he loves to, to he he paints with yeah his. <laughs> yeah he actually is yeah he he has a lot of hand in the sound as well yes 718-928-9732 is our number that's 718-928-9732 mm. my uh my for some reason zach when we first started my brother was fairly against collins Oh really? He, he was like, I don't want some insane person calling us, like calling in and being like, free. I don't know, free. See, uh, I El really pa- free El Chapo and stuff like this. <laughs> and and but uh, I was, I feel like I'm. See, I really want that. Person yeah, to I kind of want in. that to come in. I want I, someone to call in and say free El Chapo. <laughs> yeah, uh, we did have uh, Steven Spielberg's daughter call in. Is um, that real? Which was uh, which was definitely real. Damn. <laughs> um, but uh, who else do we have call in? We had. Um, oh, we had a, a representative from the Oscars call in Ooh. Um, named. Uh, 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 what was his name? Uh, something all star. Um, and apparently he hadn't seen any of the films uh, <laughs> and he was just basing everything purely off of the costume design he saw on the, on the trailers. So <laughs> uh, we also have a thing on our show. Um, we don't mention, and I just ruined the rule, but I'm on this show. We don't mention about the, the award ceremony that shall not be named. Mm. That begins with an O. Okay. Um, because it is a disgrace. And I, I, it's, I feel like it's, it's been out of date for the past 30 years. 
You mean to tell me Green Book wasn't the best movie that came See, out last when year? Green Book, when that happened with Green Book, it gave me a little bit of hope. I was okay. like, all right, at least now the Oscars realizes what a good movie is. <laughs> uh, but, you know, like when these these movies like, uh, uh, what's it called? Like When La La Land Lost, I was like, I thought they, it was like the same as them spitting in my face. I was like, <laughs> if La La Land... It was so funny that time, like the La La Land mo- mo- Moonlight situation yeah, when it was yeah. like there was such an adamant divide between the two groups. Yeah. And I feel like it wasn't on purpose because the Oscars aren't that cool mm-hmm. to, to do that, that, that like La La Land won. No, wait, Moonlight won. But the fact that that happened, that's when I think that that gave the Oscars a little bit more leg. A little bit more time uh-huh. uh, before it, it was, yeah. but um, which I hope will be happening within the next ten years. <laughs> Did they just cancel them? They, well, yeah, why not? You know? I mean, look, I we, I'm I mean, with you, but, it's, uh, but I guess it is kind of. It still is. It's such an establishment nowadays. It's you just, know what they need is what? they need a rival award show. Yeah. to take them down. Well, Golden Globes, I guess they need a. A uh, well, go, I, yeah, Golden Globes is good, but they do both. You know, they do TV yeah, and movies, yeah. which dilutes the dilutes the waters a little bit. Well, uh, I think no matter what, like if they start a new award show, um, I think there has to be an upfront competition with the Oscars. Like this, yeah. the new award show has to be like actually like saying like we are better than the Oscars. Yeah, no, exactly. That's what I want. Yeah, yeah. It can't just be be like, it can't just be like, which I actually, Two Thumbs Undecided is going to be doing uh, our own award show and we are going to be in direct competition (laughs) with the Oscars. It's going to be all auditory. So anyone, so it's mostly going to be, you know, 20, 30 year olds listening. This Mm -hmm. is going to be the new hip audience we're going to be playing to. It's called, um, it's called the Myers. Nice. Um, and we're going to have all the people, all the seat fillers at the Oscars. Or anytime you see someone leave their seat at the Oscars, they're going to be coming on the show. Uh, because we're going to be recording this one in L.A. Gotcha. Uh, right next door. And we're going to be having all these guests on. Oh, yeah. Just and, right across the street. Yeah, right across the street from the Dolby uh, Theater or whatever. <laughs> Uh, they're just going to circle around, go into the basement of the Chinese theater, mm-hmm. um, and we're going to be right there, and we're going to have them on, and it's going to be a lot better show. That's <laughs> only going to be an hour. So it's not going to be running over by, like, four hours, and yeah. the kids are running around, and you're like, I don't know what to do with these kids. They're throwing up in the sink, and they haven't even announced who the new best feature is. Yeah. Happens to me every year. For me, the breaking point for me with the Oscars was that was when Jimmy Kimmel hosted a couple of years ago and he like brought all those people in from the tour bus oh my God. into the thing. And it was like, oh, look at these normals that we can gawk at. I was like, that this is the most out of touch. And in general, stupid as I don't think I, I think Jimmy Kimmel's fine. Like, I think he's like a really solid uh, like presence. He's you know, he's nothing special. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, uh, you know, he's he's not he's not you know he's doing the Lord's work. I also have a, a quick side thing. What um, how how young can you be to be on this show? If it's young people's radio, what is young? Uh, teens. I, oh, so this is for teens. I only want to talk to teens. Okay. Yeah. All right. But what about people on? Any the other show? questions? <laughs> what about on the show? Yeah, teens. Oh, are you not a teen? 
Uh, I thought you, I only have teens on. It says so on my driver's license. Okay, word. My reverse driver's license. Okay, yeah. What so is, you got you got a fake ID to look to a, to, to look be younger. younger. Okay. So I can get into those playpins. Gotcha. Yeah, they card uh, everyone. They at the, card at everyone. The entrance to the playpin. Uh, yeah, and they're just like, you look like you're 50, and I was like, this legal document I have right here says that I'm 12. Are you gonna disagree with Donald Trump, who gave me this 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 legal tender? And then they're just like wearing, normally wearing a MAGA hat. They're just like, oh, yes, of course. Of course, right this way. Oh, he's our guy. He's our guy. It's like, yeah, it's fucking, um, what are we talking about? Oscars, Myers. Yeah. Uh, Oscars, Myers. Yeah, but that's going to be around, that's going to be happening at the same time as the Oscars. Nice. So that'll be, yeah, I think, I think they need a rival. I think that'll get, that'll get them into shape. Mm -hmm. That's how the business world works. You need yeah. a rival company that's like. We need normal rivals for everything in, yeah. in film. I mean, I guess in everything, but I mean. Film, Disney needs a rival. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I feel like they shouldn't have a rival because uh, then it just be will be another monopoly. It'll yeah. be the battle of the monopolies. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like how... Um, was Andrew Carnegie a rival with Rockefeller? I think they were different. I mean, I they guess they kind of were in that they were both no, like Andrew big Carnegie industry. Was steel. Yeah, and Rockefeller was oil. So never mind. Yeah. I just remember those were the two big business people they taught about in, in, in class. Yeah. They were just like, Rockefeller is vertical consolidation, <laughs> and uh, uh, Carnegie was horizontal yeah. consolidation. See, that's that's how I know you're a, a Pittsburgh native, is because you pronounced it correctly Carnegie? as uh, Carnegie, and not Carnegie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Carnegie I guess it's, Mellon. It's, it's, where are you from? I'm from Maryland. Oh, but I would. I mean, cool. I was, I Pittsburgh was the closest uh, city. Uh, to really, me. Yeah. I went to school in um, at American University, so I've, DC. I'm, I'm down. I'm around there. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm My, talking about Blair Witch. That was that was filmed in in uh, yeah. uh, Montgomery County. Yeah. And, like that park is like that made it extra scary. Yeah. Because you're just like you go go to these places. Well, you know, there's Night not much else to do there. Night of the Living Dead, which is another really scary film that scared me a lot growing up. Yeah. It was filmed really close to where I grew up. It was it's a pits he's a uh 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 shit, what is his name? Uh what is can you look up quickly the the director of cuz that's something I really should know. Romano. Oh yeah. Uh it is George A. Romero. Romero, yes, George uh, Romero. He, yeah, that was filmed and premiered in Pittsburgh. Um, yeah, but no, yeah, Carnegie or Carnegie, yeah, Pittsburgh. It's everywhere. Carnegie, like, if you ever go to Pittsburgh, there's so many museums. All of our museums are called Carnegie. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it's just part of the Pittsburgh blood. Yeah, part of the blood. Yeah, Permonti brothers. Sandwiches, Manti brothers. Excuse me. Excuse me. Wow. So you've <laughs> gone to Pittsburgh a, a fair bit. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. For sure. My, I had a, uh, I had a, uh, <laughs> I met this one guy who I was like at like an event at this a friend's birthday party, and there was this new guy who was I had never seen before, and he was like friends with this this person since elementary school, mm -hmm. and he comes and he was already being kind of annoying, being talking a little bit like he was just like. He would recommend some libertarian podcast and then go on and on and on and on about how this libertarian podcast was like the. Anyways, uh, he I was talking to him about Pittsburgh, or I got excited because he brought up Pittsburgh, and um, he so I started talking about it, and then he was like, "Before you continue, 
uh, I've been to Pittsburgh. I know Pittsburgh. And I was like, really? You've been to Pittsburgh and you, so you know more, you know the same as, same as I do. <laughs> this is, this is how this conversation. And then I was like, all right. So done with this it's conversation where like people are just they're looking for any excuse not to talk yeah. to you. You know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> like, I think part of it was also just I think he because he wanted to talk. It was more of just like he just wanted he wanted you to listen. He wanted Yeah, he <laughs> wanted to be on. He wanted just to like just so you know, everything you're about to say, I already know, I know it already. Yeah. yeah. So let's let let's just talk about things as peers. Mm-hmm. Um, But I don't know. Anyways, Pittsburgh rules. Seven one eight nine two eight nine seven three two is our number. That's seven one eight nine two eight nine seven. Do you want me to three, stop talking? Two, yeah. Is that why you just keep randomly just like as soon as there's a lull in the conversation? Hey everyone, let's 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 call in. That's a uh, that's a tried and true radio trick, Sam. Is, I, uh, when you need to reset for a second, you just give out a piece of information. I let the silence sit. Okay. My brother and I, if there's ever an awkward pause, we 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 sit in it and we love it. Yeah. It's kind of like um uh-huh. oh shit. Uh, hold that thought, bro. <laughs> Caller, welcome to the show. Hey, hey Colby. There's the guy. What's up, Tim? Hey, but sorry it took me so long. I could hear that you were getting bored by the conversation. You were sending <laughs> out the distress signal. Fucking hell. Uh yeah, let's see. I'll see if I can help you out of this uh, monotony. This guy's mean. Thanks, man. <laughs> he calls yeah, every I got week. It, dude. I he gives up, you a little razzle dazzle. What's this guy's? What's his name? What's uh, what's your Tim. name? Tim. Tim is his name. Okay. Hi, right, Tim. Tim. Right, Tim. What's my name? <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> wow. <laughs> this guy. Jk, Jk. I'm Tim. Oh. I try and call as much as I can. Yeah. Heard you talking about movies. I also hate the Oscars. The Oscars are trash. Yeah. But I guess I also think most movies are trash. So, mm. whatever. What What's a movie you've seen that was especially trash? Well, The Joker. Most recently, I saw oh. The Joker and I thought it was a pile of hot shit. Just setting him up. Over Just setting him New up York for this. <laughs> My you, God. This I is. Still- Long overdue, you calling in to rant about the Joker, Tim. I'm going to give you free reign to do it because it feels like it should have happened a long time ago. I thought it did. It probably just happened off the air. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, the Joker is a bad movie. It's a lot of walking Phoenix slowly dancing in a room and then him sprinting down a hallway him dancing in a room some <laughs> people for no reason beating the shit out of him and then he dances some more and then he runs and then he dances and then oh look there's batman oh wait it's not batman it's a child implying that <laughs> that that the real batman has been beating the shit out of a 70 year old joker <laughs> this whole time i mean the movie's trash it's bad there's no point to it it looks okay but the people who like it are are proud boy trash as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> proud boy? They're all proud boys. You familiar probably, with the proud right? boys? The proud, I've is. never like, heard of proud boys. Well, the proud boys are um, a alt-right group organized by former vice co-founder Gavin McGinnis. Uh, and they all meet at uh, the barcade on Metropolitan Avenue uh, in Williamsburg. Um, this sounds and, very uh, specific. Is this real? It is all. This is all true what I'm saying. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's wow. Mm-hmm. So they 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 conjugate here in Williamsburg. Yes, We're they not do. Here, here, but there. Yeah, only only steps away from here. That's interesting. 
Yeah. Um, I think Young Folks Radio should have a um, uh, should burst in to one of these meetings and have a, a, a live uh, uh, upfront debate or a conversation with these Proud Boy people. Yeah, I it is up to me to stop them. Yeah, I think Young Folks needs to stop the Proud Boys. That's right. And put them in your place and at least get them to admit they're proud men. They're can't, the, the, the time of being boys is over. Yeah, they, well, they, uh... <laughs> The Proud Men campaign, I think, is ready to take off. All it needs is Colby to leave them. <laughs> and then you'll take over. You'll bring a giant sword, slay whatever his name is. Uh, Gavin McGinnis. Yeah, and then you'll be the new Gavin McGinnis. And yeah. then you'll find out the name Gavin okay. McGinnis has been passed down from years to years. Uh, much like the oh. dreaded pirate Roberts yes. in uh, Princess Bride. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like the title of Ratha Ghoul. Yeah. <laughs> Colby will rise the ranks of the proud men called becoming the new the new leader. Yeah, Robert Dude, McGinnis. I'll spread the word. I'll get it out there. Thanks, I, Sam. I, I thought proud I, man. I thought the Joker film was. Uh, I, I get. I get why you wouldn't like the the dancing. The dancing, I feel like, was a little weird. Uh, it's not yeah. really uh, what the Joker would do. Um, it's just randomly dancing. <laughs> um, but I thought it was better than i was expecting because i was really expecting it to be uh complete Good. shit mm. but it was i i respect it like anytime there's a new joker film or someone talking about joker i'm like this is just gonna be a ripoff of the original or it's just gonna be he's just a bad guy he's mm -hmm. just a nut but i i appreciated that it did seem like a new depiction of joker mm -hmm. but that is true I, I didn't think about that that batman is actually <laughs> Beating up a seventy-year-old, like is he immortal? Yeah. At this point, because <laughs> he was forever. like he was like forty in this film or something. Mm -hmm. Batman's Bruce Wayne's like ten, maybe I don't know, like twelve. Yeah. So he probably becomes Batman when he's like thirty. So that's twenty years, twenty sixty. So he's sixty when they start sixty and a a, a thirty-year-old. Yeah. It's not it's not as great as a, as a battle unless we're saying he's immortal. Yeah. I tell you what. Batman's dad is a real piece of shit. He kind of is. He punches the Joker in the face. He was stalking Which him. Which seems fair. He <laughs> seemed like a thing to do. I couldn't believe it. You were upset by that point? <laughs> no, I wasn't upset. I was just like, this guy is a... He he's was a an real, asshole. He's a real asshole. He I was, was glad asshole. when he got shot. What? Are we not spoiling... <laughs> Are we? Are we just like we just gonna? I will spoil the fucking Joker. There's nothing <laughs> to spoil in the Joker. All right, it's bad, so it sucks. Nothing happens. Like nothing happens in the movie. The ending it's was the pretty Joker nuts. Movie ever. Ending is okay, pretty nuts. You know yeah, what, here's a... my other. Here's my other take on the Joker. Here we go. People are saying, "Well, this isn't your comic books Joker." Okay, this isn't the Joker we know from the comic books. It's like, sorry, bro. <laughs> yeah, you know, comic, comic book books. Character. That thing you think is really fun. We're not gonna do that. You know this character that only exists in a cartoonish way? What if he got super serious? It's like, who cares, man? Like, that's not what we find interesting mm -hmm. about this person. It's like having the balls to find, like, Darth Vader, the most badass character in all of Star Wars history, going back to when he was a baby so we could see what that's like. <laughs> Remember what an incredible, thrilling idea that was? What a cash grab. What a shameless cash grab. All the people who thought of this movie should be hurried up and locked in a room and, I don't know, tortured by someone who's actually the Joker. You know what? I think Kobe's Proud Men can take care of that. Your first, your first act as Proud Men 
should be finding the people responsible for my misery and <laughs> stopping them from doing this again. Who, who's the director? Is Tom Todd Hayes? Yeah, Todd, Todd, uh, Hayes. Todd Phillips. Todd, Todd Phillips. Phillips? Yeah, Todd yeah, Phillips. Todd, former. Oh, Todd Hayes Todd, is very Todd different. Todd Hayes is good. Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, Todd Phillips is uh, uh, the former director of The Hangover. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts on him being like, hey, uh, we can't do comedy anymore. It's, uh, it's you can't do it in today's PC culture. Yeah. Well, I liked when my bro Mark Maron smacked him down on Twitter. Yeah. Did you see that? Which was funny because Mark Maron was in the Joker. I know. So it was kind of like as soon as he got his paycheck, I know. he was like, thanks for the money. By the By way. By the way, you suck. Fuck you. you suck shit. I hate you. Yeah, <laughs> I bet he's not going to show up in the what? But I mean, he does. He doesn't die in the movie, so he, he might. Mark Maron. There's probably going to be a sequel. Yeah, there should I be a imagine. spinoff of the Joker that's about Robert oh, De Niro's yeah. manager. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> about <laughs> that would be great. I think Mark Maron should just do it no matter what, yeah. even if he gets permission. I agree. <laughs> I think that he should just like no matter like his he makes his own private studio and just makes this film. <laughs> I think that's the best move. Oh uh, boy. Oh boy, Tim, would you go uh, well, see? Go ahead, go ahead. You you had something. Okay. Well, it's hard for me to hear because I'm out in the pouring rain, just walking around oh, for no shit. reason. <laughs> Are you really pouring? Yeah, I I discovered you know because I'm I'm trying to live that caffeine free life, and I found out that Dunkin' Donuts has like decaf iced coffee, and so I've been like, all right, the flavor <laughs> iced coffee <laughs> with none of the things that that make me get headaches. So I've been going there a lot, and that's what I decided to do this morning. My God, it was a terrible idea. The rain is, is storming. My umbrella is dying. <laughs> uh, but at least I have my refreshing ice beverage. Nice. Well, I mean, good on you for braving the rain. I feel like most people would uh, uh, um, see it coming down out there and just be like, not today. Well, I'm is, not most people, Cole. Is it really that bad outside? Well, is it, Tim? Oh, terrible no <laughs> can you hear it? I, i'm surprised you can hear i can kind of hear all. it yeah i can kind of hear it. i can't so hear shit i can hear gonna hear so the, loud the drizzle. My umbrella. Hmm. it wasn't that bad you know I, I i just wanted to say it maybe todd phillips has a point about like how comedy is like a little harder to do nowadays like maybe it is but the joker is not what you prove that with yeah mm-hmm. the joker is not the counterpoint to this the joker is not a funny movie it's just a bad movie i mean yeah. if he wants to argue the hangover couldn't be made today. Like maybe that's a valid argument, but there's definitely like points of the hangover that couldn't be done today. But I mean, uh, you can still do a lot. I think the hangover can it's definitely awesome. be done today. I think all of his old movies weren't that like nothing was really that on PC. Like I think all of the things can be like all of the classic uh, comedy films from like the 2000s. I think can be the only thing I think that probably can't be remade today is like The Office. Uh-huh. I think The Office is probably something that might be out of bounds. Having like this, 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 everyone. What's the thing when you're like you, you love your hostage? Um, oh, Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, everyone having Stockholm syndrome for this kind of racist, sexist boss. Um, but besides that, I mean, like Super Bad, Hangover, all these films from the 2000s, I feel like, is not really out of bounds anymore. I don't know. Yeah, super bad rules. Yeah, super bad. Maybe, still but I think I think that a lot of these comedies just had like rampant homophobia in them. Yeah, you know? I mean, so, wedding crash definitely. Yeah, but that was definitely like, well, definitely a funny thing to do at the time. Adam yeah. Sandler, Adam Sandler's film. I are you guys a fan of Adam Sandler? I am. Yeah, I think he's awesome. Hell I yeah, mean, baby! You see his special; it's incredible. Yeah. His special's really great. That's so good. But I think some of his his older films uh, are 
fairly uh, racist, especially with um, what's his face, the the guy that he always has on, uh, the the one um, Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider in Click comes in dressed as like someone from the Middle East, mm-hmm. and it's just like the whole joke is that he's making fun of someone from the Middle East. Yeah, and I was like, okay, this is this. This wouldn't uh, this wouldn't really fly. I mean, anymore. for me personally, I'm just glad that he got the message out there that you don't mess with the Zohan because I think mm. people have been messing with the Zohan a lot, and they need to know not to do that. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. You gotta see. Don't mess with the Zohan. Gotcha. Afterwards, you will not mess with him. Shit. You will not mess with the Zohan. All right. I'm sold. The Zohan. Don't me. <laughs> cannot be messed with. Okay. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not arguing with you, buddy. <laughs> I, I, I don't think, I hope I haven't. I can see is the a look Zohan, in your eye. Is the Zohan... Is, which is that you want to mess with the Zohan. Secretly, I do. But is it Adam Sandler? Because I wouldn't mind messing you. with him. Is he like an own entity? I'm begging you, Sam. Okay. For your own good, do not mess with the Zohan. I feel like the 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 uh, 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 the outcome of, or like just getting the word out that he can be messed with is more important than my good. <laughs> So I think I just kind of want to mess with him just to just to do it. Tim, when was the last time you messed with the Zohan? Is this, uh, I've never messed with. The is this Zohan. a euphemism? Is this a euphemism for like masturbation or something? I mean, maybe. What is? It could is... be anything. It could okay. be anything you want. He doesn't know what it means. Oh, really? <clears throat> okay. Well, Zohan is a character he plays. Yes. And you do not mess with him. All right. I'm more of a love guru guy, and I feel like <laughs> Wait, you're more of a love guru. That's that's Mike Myers. Yeah, but I feel like you have to pick a team. Yeah, you can't you can't stand for Zohan and Love Guru. You really gotta pick. Why did they come out at the same? What's what do they have? I think they did. I think they did. Okay, I think they came out because they seem very similar in my head. Yeah. Uh. They both seem offensive in, like, the exact same way. It's like the same kind of like later cash grab after their good work. Uh huh. Uh, I don't know. You you don't think they have a similar vibe? Uh, I mean, I in in terms of like, what'd you say? Yeah, I guess I saw Love Guru. They both came out in two thousand eight. Okay, there we go. That's why. That's why they're they're cosmically linked. Yeah, um, one of them. One of them ruined someone's career, and one of them was just a blimp. (laughs) Yeah, and his career of very similar films. Adam Sandler's awesome. His like string of the good ones outweigh the bad so much. Well, I have to say, I mean. What's his face? Uh, Michael Myers never did uh, like a serious P.T. Anderson punch drug love kind of it's film. It's true. But he, he never... was in. Good. Uh, um, Wait, you don't like punch love drug? Punch drunk love? It was fine. I love that it's movie. okay. I, I love that movie. Well, maybe not love, but I, I really like that movie. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like doing films like that, that are just like a complete separation from comedy yeah. and then going back to comedy. And kind of going back and forth between the worlds. And then now he's doing Uncut Gems. Adam Sandler, I mean, not. I can't wait. I can't wait to see it. Very excited yeah. for Uncut Gems. Did you not see Mike it Myers at New York? Mike Myers is in Mike Myers is in Glorious Bastards. Yeah. But he's kind of a silly dude in that. Yeah. Like, he kind yeah. of, they, he plays a, uh, a caricature. Yeah. It's not really a, I don't know. But, no, I didn't see it. It, it wasn't at Cannes. It, it, it premiered at TIFF. Mm-hmm. And then they didn't have a press screening at the New York Film Festival. Oh, I see. Okay. So, because it was like a surprise screening. Gotcha. So, gotcha. I was trying to, I was trying to get it. I was trying to see it for free. My main thing, the main reason I have the show is just <laughs> to see things for free. Uh, which 
doesn't always work out, but um, works out sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. That you invited to stuff? What? Hmm? Do you get invited to stuff? Does your does your show get you into things? Do you get a press badge? Uh, do you get a press pass? Do you get we did. We got a press pass. We didn't even get invited, oh, but I you had to apply to be pressed for the New York Film Festival. Uh, and you just had to like say like here's some some of the stuff that I've worked on in the past. But they didn't say like, hey, come be press for us. It was like a little bit. I had to reach out to them. But I have had people reach out for interviews. Um, but I mean, I'm sure you have as well. As yeah, part of people the are, Radio yeah, Free Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah, people are dying to. Do you have a show, Tim? Talk to me. No, this is my show. Oh, okay. <laughs> gotcha. The Tim Were you on since the very beginning? Love it if I called Pretty close. Show and then had someone else call in and then did an interview with them. <laughs> I, I, I honestly, Tim, I would really like that. <laughs> okay, as soon as we have the technology, I will do it. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, we got to end the show, Tim. Time flew by talking to you, as it always does. All right. You're welcome for bailing you out. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Have a good show, guys. Tim out. Bye, Tim. Tim. It's funny. There I have goes. no idea, idea what that guy looks like. Yeah. He could be just a floating head. He's really handsome. Oh. Yeah. Wow. He's really good looking. Damn. It's really it's crazy that he slums it with me. Yeah. Anyway, um, we got we to gotta go. It's almost time for your show. Minutes. Yeah, it's true. It's almost time for your show. Yeah, I guess so. What 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 what, what what's coming up for you? Uh in my life or in the show well, that's something about something you to... want to plug, something you want to talk about. Oh my about. dill. Um plug. Uh I mean, I have this uh this 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 thing that I'm shooting right after my show. Mm-hmm. Um I'm going to be shooting this little horror thing. It's the, so the premise of this horror and sometimes I do this where it's just like, I want to shoot something mm-hmm. and it's a very simple idea and it's not going to happen unless we just do it. Cause there's no point of just like, cause I, there's no point of just set like, you know, storyboarding and all this stuff. I should just, just shoot it and just edit it together and just see how it works out. Cause so this idea, the general premise is, is it's Jenga and everyone's having fun. If you okay. ever seen a Tim a Tim and Eric thing, oh sure, there's this one with uh, Absolute Vodka. Yeah, Absolute Vodka. Have you ever seen that sketch? Mm-hmm. It's like that where they're all having fun. They're all like, "Man, this is so fun!" And then Zach uh, Galifianakis just, just randomly flips out on them. So it's that kind of vibe where everyone's like having a good time. Everyone's playing Jenga, but then someone fucks up and pulls and loses, and then we find out it's high stakes Jenga where they die if they lose. <laughs> So it's like this juxtaposition of like really like maybe over the top murder, uh-huh. like killing. And then they go back to the game and like there's like one of them has like the side plot of like, yeah, my, my dad's in the hospital and like other things that are just like just to completely distract from the fact that it's a murder thing. And I don't know how it's going to end. Um, I'm having seven people are going to be in it mm-hmm. and they're all my friends. So it's probably just we're just going to spitball ideas beforehand and see where things land and shoot things and finish things. And hopefully before four, cause I have to, uh, I've, I'm seeing night of the hunter. That's oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, where, where will that end up? Will that, it's just like going to be, on, it's a... going to be, yeah. Well, it's just going to be on YouTube. Okay. Uh, I mean, I might put it on my Vimeo, but, uh, yeah. If you just type in, uh, Sam Ferguson, probably not the first thing that shows up. <laughs> um, but, uh, I guess I guess you could just go on my website, samweisfergwheelby.com. It'll be on there. Um, but uh, yeah, 
So right on. That's something I guess I can plug. Right on. Well, yeah. everybody should also stick around for a two thumbs undecided, which is yeah. starting here in minutes. Uh, we'll be back next week where our guest will be Mike Joseph, yet another Radio Free Brooklyn host. Uh, so uh, keep that in your books. Um, folks, here's Glenn Campbell. Bye. <laughs>